Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Fly podcast. This is a podcast about growing up. My name is Phil Falcini, and I'll be discussing topics with my daughter Addison about kids growing wings of independence. We discuss relevant topics about teenagers, parenting, and being human in today's world. So enjoy the next episode. Take care. And we're live. So what's up? Well, we're talking about friends. Tell me about friend groups in middle school. Well, middle school for me has been a time that's had a lot of drama, especially with friends. Okay. And I think that's probably the same with everybody. I think so. I know there's a lot of drama with um, people in my grade when I was your age. Yeah. So what's... What does that look like for you? Like, what does the drama consist of? Um, well, a lot of my friends just, like, well, I think most of the drama just comes from, like, wanting attention. Like, the drama with the girl last year. I won't say names. But the girl last year that I was friends with for a while, but then we didn't, we weren't friends anymore. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, like that, I feel like that came from wanting attention. And like, I haven't really had like drama this year, but just like the girl that I've been having problems with recently are not problems but like you know um, she also just wants attention and to all the podcast listeners I haven't been having problems with her but I've been realizing that she just like has different values than me like she just wants attention and wants to be like popular so popular describe that word because i think when you and i have talked about it in the past i think it means different things it it means something different to you than it does to me so explain to everybody what what your version of popular means well i think back in your days (laughs) popular people were known for being like mean and like jocks and dumb and like the popular kids like if you went to a reunion or something the popular kids would have gotten nowhere and then the nerds or the weird kids are the successful ones but I think at my school there's like a whole ton of people that are like considered popular like at my school I think it's more like the term is more well-known mm-hmm. um because everybody like if you're considered popular it's basically just everybody knows you not like you're mean or something like i am kind of considered popular like some of the people that i've talked to have told me that i'm popular at school Mm -hmm. but I mean like some of the people might not feel the same way um 
I don't know. But I don't really care about that. Like, if I wasn't a super popular person or whatever, I don't think I'd really care. But one of my friends, um, she cares a lot. And it kind of gets annoying sometimes, like some of the stuff she does or, like, says or, like, if she changes her personality around certain people or something. It all revolves around trying to be popular or wanting attention or, you know, and that kind of annoys me. Yeah, I can I can see how that that can get annoying. Um, well, let's let's dive a little bit more into like what you just said as far as um, changing changing who you are or what you do in order to gain attention. Like, how do you what like what do you think of what do you think of people that do that 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 change who they are depending on what the situation is. And who they're you know, trying to impress like what do you think of that well i think it's like stupid to change your personality because you think other people won't like it because like if other people don't like your personality like what's the big deal if other people don't like who you are or like have something to say about it then they're not worth your time they're not worth it to be your friend they're just not worth it so, like, being, by being yourself, you will find the people that you do like and that like you and that, like, you're not going to find friends by changing your personality. Like, the people that you feel that you need to change your personality around, they're not real friends. Right. Yeah. 100%. Like, be who you are, right? And then mm-hmm. those people that like and align with with who you are will be your true friends and you want those types of people to gravitate towards you versus always flexing your personality based on what you think might somebody else might like and then you're not really being truly who you are yeah yeah i can see how that could get confusing too if somebody's always changing and not being consistently who they are because then it's almost like you don't know what you're going to get yeah Hmm. so how does that impact your friend group since that's what we're going to talk about Or, or not only your friend group but just friend groups in general like how does the drama and not necessarily the, not necessarily the, you know, this specific example that you just shared, but in general, how does the drama affect friend groups? Um, like, what do you mean by drama? Oh, okay. I, I think I get what you mean. Um, my, I don't, I'll just talk about a different friend group because my friend group hasn't really had a lot of drama. We're just, we just like aren't really that good of friends anymore. Like um, my friend group with the three boys and the three girls. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like we just we still talk to each other sometimes, but just not that much. Like we're unfriendly. We're friendly to each other, but like we're not that good of friends anymore. So I'll talk about a different friend group that has had a lot of trauma. Sure. Um so there was this friend group that they all became friends in the summer and they had a lot of people in it from different schools. Not really from a lot of different schools, just from like my school and another school. And so yeah, there was that friend group and they hung out all in the summer, but they started having a lot of drama, especially within the girls of the friend group. So they would like have a lot of drama and like, I don't know. They'd get in fights a lot and. What would they fight about? I don't know. Um, I, I've like hung out with some of the people from that friend group before, but I wasn't really in it. But um, one of my friends was, and she told me about their drama sometimes. Like, I don't remember what it was though. But yeah, and like then all the boys in that friend group ended up getting really mad at one of the girls. Um, and now they all don't like her. Is that hard for her? Um, I don't really talk to her very much, but I mean, she just like tried to talk to them again, but I don't know if she's really that upset about it because she um, just hangs out with the boys from the other school a lot more now. Or not a lot more than like she used to, but like a lot more than the boys from my school that don't like her anymore. Do you see um, value? Do you see value in having different friend groups, multiple friend groups, changing friend groups? I think like going into high school, it'll be good to have a lot of friends, like a few close friends but a lot of just like school friends will probably be good because then you'll have like multiple people to talk to in your classes and you'll have a lot of like, they might bring new opportunities or something. Like maybe some of your friends will introduce you to new clubs or something. But I don't think that it's good to just focus on like a couple friends because you won't get to experience like multiple types of people and stuff like that. Mm. I agree. What do you, what do you think is important about it? Um, like what are the important qualities to you about the, you know, when you just said to have a few really good friends and but then have a lot of you know you could have a lot of school friends like what are the really important values that you seek out in a good friend most of my good friends now we just like we're just school friends 
and then we just started hanging out outside of school and um we became good friends but like i think that um an important thing for me for my friends is that like i said they aren't super focused on like popularity and like attention and stuff like that what are they focused on um like in general could be in general but um what brings you guys together what makes you feel that they are they're going to be a good friend they're going to be a good friend or you would like hanging out with them do you trust them yeah how do you know that you trust them well i like to have friends that don't get into a lot of drama and don't like getting into drama that could answer your question i guess how do you know you can trust them i have friends that get into drama but i may not want to talk to them or hang out with them uh, as much as I do other people, but I trust them. If I told them something and I said, hey, keep it cool, don't say anything, I would trust them that they wouldn't do it, but, but they, don't, they no longer um, are somebody that I want to hang out with or spend a lot of time with because of you know, some of the drama that they may get themselves in or vent or talk about all the time, so... Um, so how do I, how do I know that I can trust them? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've told them secrets before that they kept. I don't know. I've never, I haven't really thought of about that before. Okay. Well, maybe it's something you can think about. Because friend groups... When, uh, so, for example, when I was growing up, we had a core group of guys that were our friends. But then we would, especially at your age and, and then going into high school, new people would be introduced to the friend group. Whether it's somebody that plays a sport with somebody else in, the, in, the friend, in our friend group. And, you know, they would say to us, like, this person's really cool they should come and hang out. And then we brought them into the friend group and then the friend group sometimes got bigger. And then sometimes people left the friend group and it got smaller. And sometimes that smaller friend group wasn't the original people in the friend group. You know, one person might've faded away for whatever reason, different interests, different, uh, sometimes different schedules, the, the availability to hang out. So I guess what I was getting at is, you know, trying to figure out or or just asking you about, you know, how do you pick your friends? And right now, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just, just out of curiosity, like, how do you pick your friends? And then what's important to you to know, like, that they're going to be a friend? Like, what kind of qualities do you want in a friend? And then how does that impact your friend group, right? Because chances are you're going to, make friends with you know you i know that you have a bunch of friends but those friends might change over time based on your different interests and hobbies what you're involved in uh 
potentially like who we're friends with. And we might have friends that have kids that you might become friends with. So there's all different opportunities and all different scenarios that can play out. So um, that's why I was asking for you, like, how do you determine who do you want to, who do you want as a friend? And, you know, how do you, is trust important and and how do you know that you can trust somebody so i kind of just like (laughs) i don't really pick friends and be like oh this person's gonna be my best friend or something um i don't know like i just talk to people in school a lot and then we become friends a lot of my school friends that I'm not super close with I don't really I don't think like trust is a big obviously I I trust them like a little bit I wouldn't tell them a huge secret or anything but like I trust them not to tell something but trust isn't like a huge thing for me for friends that I'm not super close with and I have learned the hard way that like some there are some people that I can't trust or that I can trust but like that might tell people about things I also feel like there's like different kinds of trust like there's trust where you don't want them to tell a secret or something and they tell a secret but you also have to be able to trust them that like in other ways too that I can't think of right now but okay maybe it'll maybe it'll come to you but I get what you're saying there's different levels of trust or correct me if I'm wrong but I think you're saying there's different levels of trust and there's different things to trust about and it just depends on what kind of friend it is what kind of friend you have where you would where certain kinds of trust would be more important than others yeah that's true Hmm. so you've had you had a slightly different friend group last year and then you have a different friend group this year and it seems like uh, what, from what you said that this friend group is is still there but just not as involved like everybody's not as involved right now and then where do, like do you think that you would are you excited about the potential of expanding your friend group and having other people in it or how um, do you think, what do you think your friend group would look like will look like uh, over the summer and then into into high school, into next year when you're in high school? I think that some of my friends will still be the same, but that I'll also probably meet new people. But I think that a lot of my friends now are friends that I'll have for a while. Like, I don't see myself... um, losing my some of my friends that I have now some of them I could live without you know but um yeah you get what I'm saying right I do yeah 
What do you think is the best thing about having a group of friends? Um, well, I mean, it's nice to have, like, people that all like each other and that all like to hang out with each other. Like, if, um, like my friend group that's just, like, a bunch of girls that we went ice skating with and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I do, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's nice to have people that, like, I can ask to hang out and if one person didn't like the other person. Like, if we didn't have a friend group, if I asked, like, two people to hang out, then one person might not like the other person or something like that. So how do you deconflict that when you're in a situation where you want to hang out, like where two people ask you to hang out and one might not like the other? How do you handle that? Um, usually I just like say no to one person and say yes to the other person. And like to the person I said no to say like maybe tomorrow or whenever we can hang out again. Um, but, like, making that decision of who to say no to and who to say yes to, I and mean, like, I think about a lot of things, like, whoever asked me first and stuff, and usually I'll say yes to the person who is um, more busy because it's harder to make plans with those people. So, like, the other person that um, maybe isn't as busy, I would probably just say, like, can we reschedule for sometime in the next couple of days if um, the other person wasn't able to in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to navigate, right? To, to sit there and select who to hang out with and what are the priorities? Are they your priorities? Are they their priorities? A lot of things to consider. This yeah. Is, yeah, this, so a few times through this conversation, again, like I said in the last podcast, when we were talking about dealing with disappointment and towards the end, I said, you know, that when we have these conversations, whether it's, you know, you know, we've obviously talked about this before, this type of stuff before, but this is the first time that we're recording it. But I said to you, you know, in the last podcast that, you always amaze me with the things that you say and your thought process and you know, how you go through your decision tree of what to do. And, you know, I just, again, just keep seeing how mature you are in your thought process and how sometimes like very deliberate and well thought out. So it's just, it's just really fun from my perspective to see and, makes me super proud, you know, of you and for you, um, that you're, you're able to think on these levels and, and, and make these decisions. So it's just awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I kind of lost you after a few seconds. You did? Or you lost me. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention for the last few <laughs> seconds of that. I was complimenting you. I was just saying how, how awesome it is for me to see and hear you um, describe your decision-making process and how 
mature you are and and how deliberate you are in your thought process and it's just fun for me to watch and see and that i'm proud of you so uh, okay awesome <laughs> um so one of the things that that i am looking back on right now like like from last podcast to this one is I am trying to be more deliberate with my questions. I'm trying to be, you know, we don't, I don't, it's not like you and I are sitting here and we have a bunch of a list of questions to talk. Like, like we have, a, we have a list of topics that we're going to talk about and we select one for each podcast, but I'm not, you know, I don't have carefully crafted questions, right? I want this to be organic and natural and just be a conversation. And as these questions come to me, and as you're, you know, as the questions come to me, I'm going to ask. And as the as the conversation flows, it's going to go into different directions, and it's going to require, you know, different questions or elicit different questions, I should say. And and you know, the responses are going to be what they are. But uh, and now this is exactly I lost my train of thought. So that's going to say, but I oh I do know, I, what I was going to say is that that. I wanted to make sure that I am, I, I was being self-critical in the last podcast of how fast I was talking, how, uh, how that I was using a lot of filler words, like, um, you know, those types of words. And it really bothered me. It was a great learning experience to, to hear a recording of myself and then, you know, listen, right there, like I said, you know, um, that's a filler word. Uh, it was great to hear a recording of myself and be able to reflect back on it and try to make some tweaks and changes. The problem with that is something that we were just talking about, and that's authenticity. And am I really like this, right? Am I really this, you know, especially when I'm having conversations with somebody, am I slow and calm? And a lot of times, no, I am, you know, I am passionate and I am energetic and I speak fast. <laughs> so, this is a great learning experience for me. And I can't really tie it back to friend groups, even though that's the main topic. It's just more of the discussion point of authenticity that we were talking about earlier, about somebody being authentic. So, I don't know. So I, 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 I'm trying to be as authentic as I can with this conversation, but my instinct is to talk faster. My instinct is to, is to have a little bit more pep in my voice and not be as measured and, and controlled. I'm an animated person, I guess. But you and mommy, although sometimes you can get passionate and energetic, but you and mommy are definitely a lot more thoughtful and careful about the things that you say, at least from my perspective. What do you think? Um, I mean, that was a good point. 
that you made about how like being authentic and being yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little different because you're it's not like you're changing your whole personality or anything. But True. But everybody knows I speak fast. Well, do you want to wrap this one up? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you later, everybody. Take care.